our donors to Revelation Wellness, and 100%. really on my um, action call, I felt compelled to give to Revelation Wellness, to a ministry that was continuing to give to me. And I felt I had to, I had this burning desire and um, prompting of the Holy Spirit to give back to those who were giving and serving me. And I came to Aaron one day and said, I just have this like feeling I need to give to this ministry. And I didn't really know what all Revelation Wellness had to offer at that point. I just knew that I was going out for a run and I was coming back a completely different person. And I needed to be able to give. And so, of course, he said, absolutely give. And so we have, we've been donors and we feel that generosity is really what changes the world. And we feel like through our generosity, um, we are able to support a ministry that is reaching so many people worldwide. And so we just truly encourage and um, really recommend that if you are thinking of being a donor, that you need to. It is a beautiful experience to give. It is better to give. You don't know how intricately and impactfully every single dollar is especially in Revelation Wellness, until you're involved in it. And I, I see it firsthand from the inside, working for Revelation Wellness. I was a donor first, and, and now am even more of a donor, simply because it, the integrity and trust and transparency, I know where those dollars go. I see lives changed. I listen to calls and I listen to interviews and I meet people who would not be where they are if it were not for the donations that come into Revelation Wellness. Seriously, every single dollar number, every, like it's big numbers. Every number has a name. Every name has a story. Every story matters to God. And it's all through the generosity of donors. And so I would say to someone who is thinking about giving, stop thinking, start giving, and watch what God does with the little bit that you give. And it's beautiful to watch what God has done through the little bit that we've given. And we've invested not massive amounts. We've invested moderate amounts of money into Revelation Wellness, but it has so much more abundantly. We've been blessed way beyond what we've given to Revelation Wellness. It literally has transformed our entire family. Yes, and it's given our family a purpose, a, a higher purpose, a higher calling. It's given us, um, you know, a reason to be, you know, better people and to raise daughters for the kingdom. 100%. Hey, hey, Revelation Wellness friends. You just heard from Aaron and Andrea Brewer, who are both friends and donors to the Ministry of Revelation Wellness. We are so thankful and grateful for their generosity in 2022 and for the generosity of all of our donors. Would you please consider being on mission with us as we look to 2023 by swiping up on the show notes and making a donation today. And as we close out 2022 with our last Revving the Word of the Year, we pray that you are blessed by Elisa's message 
as we look to a fresh new year. We would love to hear from you. So please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can leave us a voice message on SpeakPipe. All the links are in the show notes for you to connect with us. And we hope to see you soon in all the places. Have a happy new year, friends. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right. I'm going to need all the people of the 70s to humor me. <laughs> oh. Just a little celebration of Christy McVie's life. Listen, a fantastic musician. If you're familiar with Fleetwood Mac. And uh, like all of us, or dust to dust, everyone. Incredible musician comes and goes. And so here we are. This matters. Your life matters. Make it matter. So right now we're gonna move our bodies. This matter being solid substance that is our body. We're gonna move this matter because it matters. God created you to move. He is the God on the move. So let's do that. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and you are listening to this episode live, if you're doing it the day that it's released, right between Christmas and New Year. We have a few days left of this year. And friends, as I prayed about it, asked the Lord, what is this episode supposed to be? What are we supposed to do right now in this kind of in-between time? All the wrapping is done. The gifts have been broken open. We've taken out the trash. Some of you, I don't know, some of you might be pulling down the Christmas tree today. We're in this in-between place. It's still the year 2022, but we are headed, God willing, (laughs) by His grace for another year, 2023. So we are going to pass over armed. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about going into this new year armed and ready armed and ready so right now as you move your body take a deep breath inhale exhale you know what you do exhale and blow your cheeks wide like a blowfish inhale exhale good feel that Did that feel funny you did it right so let's pray God, here we are moving our body, going for a walk, a run, a hike, a bike, putting away the laundry. We're moving. We ask right now, God, that you would move us. Fill us with the fullness of yourself. Fill us with all grace and truth. 
just like Jesus. You ask us to be Christ-like, God. And so here we are with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all our strength and ability. We turn to you completely. Make us one so that we can follow you armed and ready for this next year. In Jesus' name, amen. So on a scale of one to 10, let's start moving towards a seven. Remember, a five is anytime you start moving with a purpose, which you did the moment you push play, you're moving on purpose with the purpose of stirring up some blood and oxygen, shifting chemicals around in your body, shifting your state from one that is passive to active. You aren't just falling into this moment, you are choosing this moment. So good job. This just tells me you are perfectly capable of making good choices. And I find that good things often come against resistance. It's hard, right? Come on. The world being fallen and broken as it is because of sin, it makes good really hard. So we have to be ready. Train this. Our scripture today is from Numbers 32, verse 32. And it says this We will pass over and before the Lord into the land of Canaan, and the possession of our inheritance shall remain with us beyond the Jordan. Start moving towards a six and a seven. You know you're a six and a seven when you're noticing your breath. You can breathe through your nose and you can breathe out your mouth. You can close your mouth and take a few breaths. But then it just probably feels pretty good to open your mouth and breathe through both your nose and your mouth. Gaze your horizon right now. Just look around, take in the expanse. Because the more effort we give, the more our vision starts to narrow and focus. So right now I want to know that you have spaciousness, an expanse to expand your lungs and breathe. Maybe widen your steps a little more, take a bigger gait, stride, but not so much that you overextend yourself. Just notice how your foot hits the ground, how you rise up. If you're moving through space in any other way besides your body, notice how cool that is. That gravity is actually working for you so you can move against it, cut through the wind on a bike, skateboard, however you're moving, on a subway. We will pass over, armed before the Lord. I just want you to get a vision for that for this year. We will pass over, 
armed. So context. The people of God, the Israelites, after wandering the desert for 40 years are about to pass over into the promised land. And the tribe of Gad and Reuben, so 12 tribes, right? Those are Jacob's sons that get broken down to 12 tribes that represent the people of God in the wilderness. The tribe of Gad and Reuben, Reuben, they're herdsmen. And they want to stay behind in the land that they had just conquered prior to Canaan. Everyone, I want you to push towards your most sustainable yet challenging pace you can hold. Think lightly, think expansively. This year, we pass over arms. Come on. Come on. Stay right there towards an eight. Tiny steps, but faster steps help a bit when you pick up the pace. Light shoulders, relax your shoulders, don't carry burdens. Come on, moving in to 2023. If I said this to you, what if this year there are things on the table that God's saying, if you want this, you can have it? Would you take it? I think so, but guess what? You have to go. Obedience. Armed obedience is required. Hold back. Yes, seven. Y'all, he's a good father. And you were meant to create and multiply good. Add to it. Multiply. You gotta go armed. Accelerate. Come on. Not long at all. I'll tell you how long. Give me what you got for 30 seconds. We will pass over armed before the Lord into the promises of this next year. Y'all, yeah, today's a fighting day. Today is a fighting day. Pull back. Fighting days are good. They sharpen you. They go, we cannot be passive in this. Be a seven. Enjoy your heartbeat. The increased effort creating all kinds of a beautiful fluids in your body. Yeah. Right now your body's releasing something called synovial fluid. It's like oil for your joints. 
Your body right now is sensing. Oh, he's doing something hard. All right, let's go. Send some resource. <laughs> Your body wants you to do this. Your God wants you to have whatever's promised to you. So the tribe of Gad and Reuben say, we want to stay in this land here that's just outside of the promised land because it's pasture. It's good for our livestock. Now they were herdsmen and they had also inherited, well conquered, some enemies and as plunder took their herd too. So now they got all this livestock, which livestock for them is a paycheck for us today, everyone. Imagine your paycheck just multiplied by the quotient of 10. You got a lot. <laughs> and as Prophet Biggie Small says, more money, more problems. <laughs> They're basically saying, listen, this land is good for us. Can we st we'll stay here while you guys, the 10 of you, 10 tribes go on without us. And Moses says, no. You must come with us. In other words, all for one and one for all. Moses was also concerned that their hesitancy or their not going would be seen by the other 10 tribes as fear and unbelief, which took Moses right back to 40 years prior when their fathers and mothers refused to take what was theirs to have because of their unbelief. So Moses says, no. Why should we go and you stay here? Shall your brothers go to war while you sit here? That's verse six. Come on, friends, listen to me. Come with me. I don't wanna go by myself. Shall your brothers go to war while you sit here? In 2023, there are things waiting for you that you gotta go and you do not go alone. We're with you. And you cannot sit back and say, this place is good enough. Even if that place is good, God has more. Relax your shoulders, breathe. Come on. Conquer the land. You go. Verse 15. For if you turn away from following him, he will again abandon them in the wilderness and you will destroy all this people. We gotta go. Crossover. Arm yourself. 
We must contend for these things. And here's a crazy thing. In verse 16, they say, listen. Basically, in essence, they're like, listen, Moses, we're herdsmen. We're not warriors. But we will take up arms and go. We will take up arms and go. And Moses agrees that if they go and the land is subdued and they are victorious, then they can go back and have the land that they request. We must contend for the things we request. A war will be involved and we will win. Those who don't war, you're still gonna receive blessings, but you forfeit the requests that fit perfectly for you. Accelerate. I want you to war. Come on. I want you to push back towards that eight. And in this song, we will have in and out of nine and come back to a seven. Listen, if you're new to me, just think aggressively. Think focused in your mind. Think contending that you are not gonna sit back in comfort. You must go, cross over, armed. Push, nine, go. Push, 30 seconds. Don't stop. 10 seconds. Come on, then you'll pull back. Armed with a sharp mind. Three, two, pull back. Here's the crazy thing, you guys. Even if they didn't go over and battle, Moses says, you're still going to get land, but it's going to be over here with us. Accelerate. Not what you're requesting. All the men and women who are of fighting age, rise up. Push, push, pull back. Here's the thing to remember. God wasn't asking for the whole tribe to go, just those of fighting age. Those who are aged to fight, from Reuben and Gad, these little shepherds, pick up your weapon, <laughs> join in with the family, we're going. Everyone goes, nobody stays behind. Push, eight, Don't stop. Don't stop. What if I say I'm not like the others? What if I say I'm not just another one of 
Nine, go, push. Come on, guys. Now I want you to focus. Now isn't the time to look around and take in the scenery. You're going. 2023. What he says is yours to have is yours. And you can make requests. You can make requests. He's wildly permissive if you're wildly obedient. Nine. Ten. I know. <laughs> I'm waking us up in this sleepy week. Three, two, pull back. Re recover. Steady state. Slide into a seven. When you're ready, get there. Your job right now is to pull back. Come on. Says in John 14, 14, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. But listen, it's for those who arm themselves. Arm yourself. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Say that with me. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Say it again. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. I hope you're saying it out loud because your brain is changing as you use your body and your voice. Mind, mouth, and move creates neuroplasticity. When you say new things, think new things, and do new things, new ways of thinking, feeling, and choosing take place. They lay down tracks in your brain. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Listen to me. The schemes of the devil now are harder to see than it was for those in the biblical times. You can move towards an eight if you want it. The schemes of the devil for us now, he likes to make our life difficult by making us think our life should be easy. Let me say that again. He makes our life difficult by making us think our life should be easy. Armor up. 
crossover. You know that thing you've been praying for? God, would you give me this job? Would you bring my child this friend? Those are requests. And if you're just making requests like God is some sort of genie in the sky, listen to me, guess what? You're still gonna be blessed because you are drafting in the wind of others who are crossing over. But you might never get your prayers answered. Your requests might never come through because you refuse to take up arms and go with the people of God. We will pass over armed. Passover, armed. Well done. Go ahead and choose any pace you want, anything that feels moderate, <laughs> intensity, Head blood's still moving. Allowing God space to move. And I can't ever seem to get ahead. All right, so a couple things that might come to mind with this passage in Numbers 32. Right. You might be thinking, why? Why didn't the people go into the, quote, promised land? And there's a lot of commentators that bag on <laughs> Reuben and Gad, because by the way, they do end up sending fighting men for the tribe. And we know they conquer. And then they end up going back to the land just outside of the promised land and putting down their roots there with all their hurt. So some people might go, isn't that disobedience that they didn't go? And I read another commentator that said, this actually isn't a bad thing. First of all, I just love that God works with our requests, everyone. Yes, he is sovereign. Yes, but he's also very interested in hearing from us, for us making our petitions and our requests of him. But you know who he pays attention to? Those who are armed and ready and will go. And those are the ones that he will bend and flex for the requests. So sometimes we we do this with God. We, we make him too firm. Like you can't change his mind. You can't appease him. You can't please him. So why bother? And we just turn into little robots. Or the other side. We think God's fine with me all the time anyway. He loves me and I don't have to I don't have to fight for anything. You know, I'm blessed, I'm good, but you don't contend for anything. Y'all, the contending is the tension and we only grow under tension. Just like the human body, it only grows under tension. 
so commentaries were saying that it actually could be that Reuben and Gad being just outside the promised land, that could be a defensive thing. That if there was an enemy coming against God's people, they would be the first to know. <laughs> they were like security guards. As if just there taking care of their sheep. Sounds about right to me. The shepherd watches over the flock. These herdsmen make their request. And God goes, uh-huh, we're going to do that. He always knew that. But they had to make their request. And the other thing you had to keep in mind, this is really crazy too, that it even says that if they didn't go, that they would still inherit land. If they would not pass over armed, they shall have possessions in the land of Canaan. That doesn't make any sense. I'd be like, God, they didn't fight. They should have nothing. Who's with me? Do you see how like God is really, <laughs> he's made up his mind and firm about his people. They will be blessed. But you can be blessed and feel like none of your requests ever come through. Might I ask you, are you armed? Are you going out? Are you fighting for the things of God? And now, when I say that word fight, I got to come back to the gospel that says in verse 12 of Ephesians 6, for we do not fight, wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. People are not the enemy. I'm gonna say this till my very last breath. It's a trap. When you start to ruminate on the problem that is people, you are worshiping the wrong God. People are not the problem. <laughs> the enemy is the problem. Rulers, authorities, cosmic powers over this present world. Spiritual forces of evil. This is a spiritual battle, friends. And if we're gonna cross over into 2023, and not just get the plunder that comes with taking land that God has already set for us, but also to have this intimate relationship with God where you can bring your request to Him. And if it makes good sense to Him, and you will go and battle for it in faith. Oh, what He won't do. I'm telling you, so many of us, we just want comfort. We think that life should be easy. And can I just remind you in closing here that the, there's this entity called the Underground Church. It's the church that's hidden 
in countries and nations where it is illegal to be a Christian. If you had a Bible in your possession, you could die. Come on. And there are missionaries over there now, crossing over, armed and ready, delivering the Word of God to people who are perishing without it. And when they receive it, you guys, it's a wildfire. It's wild. They hear the Word of God, and they are on fire. They are willing to die for it. We are not. And so we sit back and go, yeah, pastor, you go ahead and take that land. And guess what? You're being blessed. You're just passively cruising in the cruise ship, gaining the blessings. I got that picture of Wally, guys. You're just sitting in your chair on the spaceship going to space. Wake up. Arm yourself. Okay, Lisa, how do I arm myself? Since you're not fighting people, you're fighting a spiritual battle, let's take our cues from the underground church. Five things. The Word of God. Prayer. Everyone preaches the Word of God. Everyone is a disciple, making disciples. And they expect miracles. They expect it like it's normal life. And they embrace the sufferings for the sake of Christ. Did you hear those five things? That is the battle plan. If you are having your requests hindered, you feel like you just got this ho-hum relationship, you're just floating down the river of faith, you have the blessing of salvation, God loves me, God bless me, bless you, but you don't really burn for anything. I want to turn over the coals of your heart today with this arming of yourself, the Word of God. Do you read the Word of God with this fascination that I'm about to open this book and hear from the God of the universe? And if I even go a day without this, I'm a fool. Who am I to think I know the way of this world today, right? Man, man makes his plan, but God directs his steps. So word of God. Second, prayer. How's your prayer life? If you're, that languishes, which I would, I'm gonna kind of assume a lot of ours does. Get on our prayer calls, everyone. Make it a discipline of prayer. Tell, tie yourself to your bathroom. Don't come out until you have spent some time praying, making requests of God, saying what God has said, talking with God. Revelation Wallace with Revving Word. This is just moving prayer. It's my hope to stir you up so that you are talking with God. You're not just sitting in a chair consuming information. Everyone disciples. Get disciples. You're a disciple. Preach the Word of God. Everyone preaches the Word of God. You know how you can preach the Word of God today? When you go out, grocery store, lunch place, look someone in the eye and look at them and ask the Lord to give you the love that He has for them. And ask them how they are. Pray that God would give you a reason for you to get to share your faith. And if not, 
you can always just tell them, God loves you. You're doing an amazing job at whatever they're doing. Encourage them. Disciple. You do not have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Go out into the world in power with a motive of love and bring sound minds back on the earth. You're a preacher. Regularly expect miracles. It's just normal. <laughs> See, problem with that is the waiting kills us. And the waiting, we begin to doubt and think, you know, maybe I'm wrong here. No, Jesus says, ask anything of me and I will do it. And it's for those who are obedient, who are following, who are picking up their weapons armed and crossing over. Over and over and over. The next obstacle they cross over and the next one they cross over. And they embrace the sufferings for the sake of Christ. Should they bang their head against the wall and it hurts because you're waiting on that prayer to come through. You embrace it as a suffering. You embrace the persecution. You embrace people thinking you're a fool. You have found your people here, Revelation 1, looking for fools all the time because it's the fools who will light themselves on fire with this burn for God. And they regularly expect miracles when it looks like nothing should happen. They have no problem understanding it is their commission, their job, their design to go out and disciple. And they only can do that if they're in prayer and the Word of God. Because I won't know what to share and what to say if I don't know what God has said and if I haven't been talking to Him. Go. Take up your weapon and come with us. Cross over. Come. Don't be a passive bystander or spectator. Come with us. Pick up the weapon and go. And then return to what you request as a blessing. This season. Friends, thank you. It's my last episode for this year. Our end of the year giving is happening. This is another way you can come with us. Don't just send your money to us. Give that money to get with us. We're equipping. It's costly as it grows. Bigger and bigger this cost, but I am not worried about it because I regularly expect miracles. <laughs> It's suffering when I see it's not going the way I thought, but that's okay. I go back to the Word of God, I go back to prayer, and I'm a disciple, because that's what my life is for. And the thousands of instructors around the world, this is what they're raising their hand to. If you've been blessed by this podcast, because you know it's different, because you move your body and hear God speak, you get convicted and comforted in ways you can't just sitting down. It's because it's stuck down in your body brain, in your emotional brain. When we move, up it comes, and out you go free. Help us fund the mission. Fuel the engine. Give for end of your giving. Swipe up on the show notes. There's the link. And friends, Happy New Year. I will see you with a special Revving the Word to kick off the new year. Peace. You're the God of miracles, God of miracles.